Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, Everything Medicare Podcast Nation? Hey, this is Christian Brindle here, back with you with another episode of the Everything Medicare Podcast. This is episode 232. Um, Every single week, we bring you a podcast where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. And um, I have a really, really special guest here with me today, somebody that I'm really, really excited to to kind of have a conversation with. Um, He's I would say, you know, appear in the industry and he's doing a lot of great things for, for, for people on Medicare and beneficiaries with his, him and his agency. Um, I have Cameron Giardini. Um, Cameron, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Christian. And uh, like Christian said, we are peers per se. We don't work together, but we have separate agencies. And it's kind of fun to talk to a fellow millennial in the, yeah. in the Medicare space. That doesn't happen too often when you talk about insurance. So Thanks again for having me. It's so true because, you know, most of the people that, you know, we'll have come on here or just people in the industry in general, they might be like twice our age or at least 10 years our age, you know, or something like that. And um, (laughs) it's, it's kind of refreshing to get to talk to somebody that's kind of in the same age demographic here. Um, Both of us under 30, both of us millennials. Um, Cameron, Cameron runs an agency and called um, Giardini Medicare, and they have a really, really awesome YouTube channel that I just wanted to take a little, little bit of time to talk about. Um, Cameron, mm-hmm. can you give us a little bit of a background on your agency and kind of what your guys' focus are and, and kind of your, your ideal um, people that you work with in your, in your company? Yeah. So uh, like Christian said, our company is Giardini Medicare. We really, really focus on Medicare as the name implies. We try not to do anything else, even health insurance or life insurance, but we, we focus on Medicare and He said, I have a YouTube channel, which our main focus, I would say for clientele or for beneficiaries is we want to work with people that are transitioning to Medicare. So if you're turning 65, if you're retiring, whatever it looks like, if you're trying to learn about Medicare for the first time, that's where we try to focus. That's where our YouTube channel comes into play. It's really focused on that transition. And I think that's where we do our best work. Uh, We work mostly in Michigan. So we are a virtual company or we work over the phone a lot like Christian does. Uh, But our focus is really in the Midwest and mostly Michigan. So we're on uh, different sides of the country from Christian. Yep, definitely. Definitely. It's like another world out there too, a little bit, isn't it? Um, Yes. Same. uh, You get snow, but other than that, (laughs) not much similarities other than that. (laughs) No, exactly. So, so Cameron, one, one thing that I thought would be interesting for, for, for us to kind of unpack was, you know, you mentioned you guys work a lot with people turning 65. Um, mm-hmm. 
when you're when you're when you're encountering someone that's turned 65, I'm sure you talk to people in all different situations, you know, people that are still working, people that might not still be working, people that are more confused than others. Um, what are some things that come to mind in terms mm-hmm. of the biggest struggles that people have when they're making the transition and turning 65 and getting onto Medicare? Are there a couple things that people should kind of be aware of with that? Or what's what's the biggest struggle you see people encounter? Yeah. So the, the biggest struggle, I would say it's not really making the decision, the, the decision as much, but it's where to find information, right? I, no one really knows where to get the right Medicare information. Yeah. And you've got people like Christian who put out 230 podcast episodes with all this <laughs> great, all these great resources, different YouTube channels. You know, there is so much information, but you kind of, you kind of get at a loss where you say, okay, now what do I do with this? And some people get too afraid to reach out to agents, I think. And that actually causes a lot more harm than you might think. So don't be afraid to reach out to somebody, even if it's Christian and just say, Hey, I did listen to your podcast. I, I want to talk to you to get clarification or what, what does this mean for me? Because it's easy to find general information, but to understand your situation, it really does take a personalized phone call and conversation. And don't be afraid to talk to an agent, you know, if if they don't get your information, nothing's going to happen. So just have a conversation. And I I think that's the biggest thing I run into. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, um, I think there's a lot of, um, wisdom in that there Mm -hmm. there's every now and then I'll have a very weird phone conversation. Like somebody will see something we put out online, or maybe they'll see an advertisement that we ran online or something like that. And they'll call our office. And, um, I'm trying to get a little bit of information about them, you know, and they might be here in Utah or somewhere else. And I might, you know, try to understand what it is that they have now to kind of compare and contrast. And so I'll start asking some questions mm-hmm. about what they have now. And it doesn't happen a lot, but from time to time, they'll be like, well, why do you need all that information? Are you going to steal my identity? I'm like, well, <laughs> ma'am or sir, I'm like, I, there's absolutely nothing that I can do that I'm aware of just by knowing what plan you're on. <laughs> exactly. If you, okay. if you tell somebody and you say, I've got blue cross and it costs X amount of dollars, there's nothing, you can't do anything with that information. Now I'm not saying call every 800 number you see or call anybody and give out that information. But if you know the source, if you've listened to Christian or myself or any other, you know, resource and you found value in our information, you know, don't hesitate to just reach out and talk to us. I, I think we're pretty nice people. So we're pretty easy to talk to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so one thing that's kind of interesting with, you know, people turning 65, I feel is, you know, there's, there's this, there's this window, right. That people have when they, when they turn 65, you know, they have the seven month window, three months before the birth month, the month of their mm-hmm. birth month and three months after I get a question a lot, and I'm sure you probably do from time to time as well for people that are turning 65. Um, when when should they try to have their Medicare start? I've always told people that I think you should, I mean, it's designed to start the first of your birth month um, mm-hmm. in that type of situation. But what is your opinion on people starting it after their birth month while they're still in that window? Is there any is 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 there any viability to that or should they always start it on the first of their birth month? So you're saying in the the few months after they turn 65? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, so first I'll I'll kind of backtrack just a little bit, because we always tell people, no matter what you're going to do, whether you think I'm going to work for five more years or whatever you think your situation is, 
think about Medicare about six months before turning 65. Even if you think you're doing nothing, have that thought in your head, have a conversation and figure out what you're going to do. Because like Christian said, if you do get to that point where we'll say you turn 65 in July and now it's September and you're trying to apply for Medicare, there are some pitfalls there. Your, your Medicare would actually have a delayed start to it. So uh, you're still in your initial enrollment period. And if you apply in the last half or those last three months, there is a delay until your Medicare can start. And that's just mandated by social security. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing that's always been, you know, I, it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause I can't think of too many other things that are like it, but when someone does turn 65 is the amount of inundation they get, you know, from materials oh, in the mail, <laughs> postcards, TV commercials, they might have someone show up on their doorstep, you know, one day they might, they're going to get cold <laughs> called and, you know, people calling them all the day, every day. Um, with all of this stuff coming at somebody from all these different directions, what would you advise somebody that maybe is listening that might be listening in maybe a state that maybe you or I can help them in maybe like a New York or something like that? What would there be? What would, what would be the advice you'd give them in terms yeah. of selecting a good person to work with? How, how can you tell? How can you weed them out? So again, just start early. I mean, that is part of it. It gives you more time, I think, to find the right person. The Gosh, the, the biggest indicator, I think, for finding the right person is find somebody who their agency or that person is willing to give out valuable information or teach you things without asking for anything in return. So Christian puts out YouTube videos, podcasts. I put out YouTube videos and we don't expect anything in return for those videos. We're not, we don't have just a one page website that says here, give me all your information and I'll, I'll call you and bug you for a quote. <laughs> so I think you can find those people on their website where they have good educational information, or if you talk to them and they, they let you go, you know, they don't pressure you to sign up. You'll, you'll know pretty quick. I think if they're a good agent and doing the right thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think there's, you can tell a lot about somebody by how much they're willing to give away for free. Um, and I, mm -hmm. I think that's a really, really good indicator. Um, I've never liked to do businesses like when, it, when no matter what I'm doing, if I'm buying a car or I'm buying whatever, I've never liked businesses that just, I feel like I have to really pry the information out of them um, on what I'm buying. I've never really liked that. I've just liked to do business with companies <laughs> that, you know, they are very upfront and they're open and they're honest and they're just transparent with me. And um, I think that's a great approach because, you know, mm -hmm. buying your Medicare plan shouldn't be any different. It should, you should be able to just get your questions answered. And if you're curious about something, you should be able to know about it, you know, um, before you make a decision or, you know, give away your contact information to somebody. Yeah. Like Christian said, you don't want to, you don't want to call up a car dealer and then they say, well, why don't you come on in and then we'll, we'll talk more about it. You don't need to know the price. You don't need to know anything. <laughs> if we have it in stock, just, yeah. just show up, we'll get you coffee. You know, that's, you don't want to be in that situation. So if they don't tell you anything, then it's on them as an agent, you know, as, as the beneficiary, you have every right to tell an agent, you don't want to work with them. You don't have to feel obligated to work with somebody, do your due diligence or do due diligence and don't be afraid to be rude and just say, no, I don't feel comfortable telling you that it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's spot on. Um, you guys encounter, I'm sure a lot of people that are maybe at a crossroads, you know, let's say they're turning 65 and they are maybe still working and they have coverage mm -hmm. through their work, 
but they're not sure if their work insurance is a better option or a worse option than potentially getting on Medicare. What are some things that you guys encourage people to consider when they're trying to make that decision? You're comparing their work insurance. So when you're comparing your work insurance to just whatever you could get on the individual market with Medicare, whether it's an Advantage plan or a Medigap plan, I would say first, do you have a spouse? If your spouse is covered by your plan, that can be a whole different conversation versus just comparing one to the other, especially if it's a younger spouse who is not eligible for Medicare yet at age 65. So that's a huge thing to look at. And then I think one of the lesser known or lesser talked about things is compare your drug coverage when it comes to your employer coverage. It's not just it's not just how much you spend versus how much you get. You know, there are certain medications that are very, very inexpensive on an employer plan. And that doesn't mean they're going to be with Medicare. Yeah. Yeah. And hundred um, percent. I mean, it's it's amazing sometimes because, you know, employer plans don't have the coverage gap. You know, they yeah. don't have um, a lot of times, I mean, some, some of them do, it's, I mean, in terms of the deductibles and things like that, but, but, you know, they don't have the coverage gap. They don't have these different stages of drug coverage that Medicare drug coverage can. And so, yeah. I mean, it, it can make a big difference if people aren't looking at that. I think that's very, very insightful. The maximum out of pocket as well. So, you know, sometimes an yeah. employer plan, the prescriptions will count towards that maximum, but that's not the case when it comes to Medicare Advantage or, or Part D plan. So there's a lot a lot that goes into it, even, you know, pre-tax dollars versus post-tax when you talk about employer versus Medicare. So it's important to compare, but it's not always black and white. Right. For sure. I mean, like, and I think a lot of that comes back to what you said earlier about, you know, a lot of it is your individual situation, you know, and it can benefit you Mm -hmm. a lot by, you know, talking to somebody and getting a personalized quote and piece of information for you for what your situation is. And like Christian said too, so if you call in and you're too hesitant, you know, there's a fine line between saying too much and not enough. So if you call our agency or Christians and you say, I'm on an employer plan, what should I do? We, you know, we can't do anything with that. We can say, here's a video talking generally about it, but we would need to say, okay, we need to dive deeper to give you that good advice. So it's okay to be guarded, but it is good to, to give up that information so we can give you the best advice. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that I think there's um there's a fine line there sometimes, you know, between the two. Um, do you have a preference of Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage? If 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 gun to your head, if you had to pick one, <laughs> is there? Well, one it's, always, it's always funny because uh, so my our agency is a, a family agency. I work with my mom and some siblings, so everyone always says, "Well, what do you sell your mother?" And I she would sell herself something, so I can't answer that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But same, for same here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your, your dad's in the business. So, you know, so Medigap, I'll just say it Medigap. Um, if you can afford it, I think Medigap has better coverage and you can always go back to Medicare Advantage easier than you can go to Medigap. Not saying I hate Medicare Advantage, but Medigap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, I think each, each plan has its fit, but I think if you had to pick one over the other, mm-hmm. I don't think it's even a a question. Um, it's yep. interesting because every person we've ever had on here, we asked them that question. And I think we probably had 20, 25 guests at this point on the show. And all of them have said Medigap except for one person. Hmm. And that was my, my, that was my dad. Oh, there you go. <laughs> my dad is a <laughs> Medicare advantage Homer a little bit, you know? Um, but it's interesting, you know, he's in the same situation. He's on Medicare himself. Mm-hmm. 
him and my mom. And he wrote them, of course, and he put them on advantage plans, you know, so people always come in and they're like, you know, we'll be talking about a Medigap. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, would you sell this to your dad? I'm like, well, my dad kind of put himself on an advantage plan. I'm like, but exactly apples and oranges, Mr. Or Mrs. Prospect, you know, but, um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting though, you know, every, I mean, it, I, I feel like it's really kind of a no brainer if you're really mm. trying to put them on equal playing fields, if it's the same situation, you know, um, there's just so much you can do with a Medigap, you know, from the portability exactly. to the coverage. And it's just, it's an asset. And we, you know, we'll probably get heat from somebody who will say, well, it's not the same and, it, and it's not the same. So in, in certain areas, Medicare Advantage is totally different than in other areas. If you're in South Florida, this has nothing to do with Utah or Michigan. Right. And, and we have a lot of snowbirds. So we have people that go to winter vacation or they live in Florida half the year. It's nice to have that Medigap flexibility. So again, every situation is different. <laughs> I know everyone says that, but uh, yeah, Medigap, you, you get what you pay for. That's, that's all I'm going to say. 100%. Um, one thing, one thing that I think would be interesting to get your perspective on is with not, not to get too political with the conversation <laughs> or anything like that, but um, with the new administration coming in, do you, mm. do you foresee any changes taking place with Medicare that seniors should be looking for? Keep an eye out. Well, okay. Not, not talking about there's, there's two things. I think there's the Medicare at 60. That's kind of the, the buzz and around the industry is what's going to happen. Are they going to lower the eligibility age and no one knows. So we we can do our best guess. But the other thing I I think, uh, I hope that prescription costs will come down. I don't care what administration it is. Even the current one has already been working on that. So I hope no matter who's in office, that trend continues and prescription price. And I do think it will, because I think Americans, we don't agree on much, but we can agree that you shouldn't pay $500 for insulin. It's crazy. Yeah, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't go broke because you have a cancer medication to keep you alive. It's, it's ridiculous. So. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and I, you know, I like kind of to piggyback on what you said there for a second. I, I think, you know, it's been encouraging to see what they have done with the insulin mm-hmm. senior savings program and the insulin prices being capped in with a lot of plans and a lot of places. And um, I think that's been encouraging, you know, and um, I think yeah. it's probably a sign of more things to come. I would hope fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but and as Medicare agents, you know, if it goes down to 60, I, I think that's good for us if it's the same as it looks now, but we don't know that. And, you know, I'm 27 and I work in Medicare. I'm not going to worry about the future because I'll drive myself crazy thinking about 10 years from now or five years from now. Do with us we can now. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Cameron, where can two last two questions I had for you? Where can Mm -hmm. people find you online? Um, And is is there a certain number of states that you can work with people in? Or is it mainly just Michigan? So first you can find us either go to YouTube and you can search Giardini Medicare. And I think Christian will put that in show notes or something so you can spell it. Um, Or you can go to our website that is gmedicareteam.com. And then there we'll have some links to our YouTube channel as well. We do work probably 90% in Michigan. We don't, we don't have a limit on states per se, but we try to keep it to that Midwest region. So Ohio, Indiana, uh, Florida for snowbirds, <laughs> but yeah, mostly Michigan. Perfect. Perfect. Um, well, um, everybody that's listening, I mean, if you're not following Giardini Medicare on YouTube, if you're not subscribed to their YouTube channel and what, watching some of the content they put out, they put out some just 
really um, high quality content, very helpful information. It's very well made and you guys do such a great job at presenting it. So um, I really am glad we were able well, to kind you. of get you on. And um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, everybody go subscribe to Giardini Medicare on YouTube. Like I said, you're missing out if you're not. And, um, and, and thank you for taking the time. And review Christian's podcast. As a, as a content creator, reviews mean a lot to us. So if you're listening to this and it's valuable at all, or even if it's invaluable, then <laughs> give yeah. them a review. But yeah, we'll I'm happy to, happy to be on and I appreciate you taking the time as well. Hey, it's my pleasure. Um, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. We'll be back next Monday. And um, until then, make good dis- Medicare choices. As um, my mom would say, she said something like that. She'd say, make good choices, not good Medicare choices, but I'm just adding that to it. But <laughs> Um, thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back next Monday and, uh, take care.